There you go. All right, everybody. Welcome back to another amazing episode of the I Do Ya Podcast. Man, you know I love bringing a little man's voice into it. And this week's episode started off pretty heavy. And if you stick around to listen, trust me, there's a lot, a lot of insight given. And it's well worth it. Uh, we talked about death. Um, kind of just started out with uh, Lou's uncle recently passing. And he was talking about how he's been able to deal with it. And that led into me asking the question, a personal question on my end, actually, of how he's been able to get better at that. Because that's one thing I've noticed for myself after my grandpa passed away that death has just always been a very hard and scary thing and i think it is for most of us and i think it's very important that it's it's not uh and lou has some some pretty amazing insight to give on that so make sure you stick around it's it's very well worth it it starts out very very heavy like i said it lightens up and we even lighten it up more with getting into of course some skate talk we talked about our three favorite tricks um, I'm even going to put forth some effort to try to do, do some of the tricks and film some of them. We'll see how it all goes. We'll find out when the episode drops and it's all in video form. But uh, yeah, and then from there, we got into uh, just talking about... Actually, I gave a little bit of tip on how you can uh, get a little bit better at learning tricks or being more consistent at the tricks that you're learning. So make sure you stay around for that part of the episode. If you're having any trouble learning tricks, learn one trick, you do it and you come back the next day and you're like, damn, I can't do it. Got a little tip for you there. And of course, before we start this episode, I got to give a shout out to our sponsors. Shout out to Third Layer Skate Park, Skate Shop. We love you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. Third Layer is honestly just a home, a straight home for skateboarders. It has been a home for me and so many others and all they look to do is give back to the skate community and help the skate community grow however they can. So make sure you go show the love. Go skate. Go buy some stuff. Go shop. You got Monte Coso skateboards. Boom. I'm still skating. Still skating the most recent board y'all made. And I'm just skating that thing hard. No chips. No cracks. No pressure cracks. Tail still has plenty of pop. So I'm telling you. What a boy that's going to be durable on last. Make sure you go check out Monte Coso Skateboards. And last but not least, thank you, Batch Roasting Co. I always got you in my cup when we hop on the cast, when I get up in the morning, before I train. It's absolutely amazing coffee. So if you want to check out any of these amazing companies, make sure you check out the show notes below. Without further ado, I hope you enjoy this week's episode. It's all about mentality like your mental state your power of your mind it amazes you what you could do and this is a lady who's 84 now just lost her oldest son so she's buried two sons in her lifetime she's buried she buried three husbands but uh hold on it's not that typical like they just yeah. disappeared like they straight died on her like she she didn't always get with the best type of guys they were doing some shit but anyway and she's got like she's got my mom now you know and she's just at the point where she's gangster with yeah. everything. Like, yo, I don't give a fuck anymore. But what's crazy is how she's like, she's energetic. She's like, she has her moments where she's just sitting there like almost looking lost. But she's there. She's in conversation. She's literally looked at me. She's like, yo, it's so crazy. The power of our mind of what it gets us to do. Because she's sitting there. She's now making the reservations, booking at all the hotel, all this mm-hmm. shit. Like to get us down to Florida to bury him. And she, well, he's not, we're not. This was so gangster about my family too, bro. He told his wife. Before he bounced, 
yo, when I go, one, I want to be cremated. Two, yep. I want to have a party. Yep. Don't have no fucking funeral. You're going to have a party, and it's going to be Dallas Cowboy football <laughs> yeah. uh, themed. So we're all going to be, we're going to Florida to have a party dressed in Cowboys Let's uniforms go. to, like, send them off. Like That's amazing. He was just always that type of dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, so it's just wild, though. Like, that is true. She's so right how the mentality, and then, you know, and if you look around, we're crumbling. A lot of people are crumbling over uh a lot less than that. And it's like, is that now the times? Is that the people? Yeah. What is it? What's the difference, you know? She, de- she came through in a much mm. different time. Much different time. She's 84 right now in 2022. I'm not the best at, best at math, but yeah. that's like 1930s or something she was born. You know? So she came up in a much different time. And now to lose yeah. both sons in her lifetime and like that and like still keep it going not like i just want to die she's still gonna work like all that shit is just so wild like yo the mind really is people can crumble over much smaller because now like you can i get i think i feel you can sit here and almost get like judgmental with it where it's like yo people crumble over nothing when like shorty lost two kids sons that's that's like that's it like after that it's like all right after the death part where no one's coming back, you're like, oh, so my uh, my depression, yeah. is that really? Yeah. No, I, it, you know? do you think, too, like she even said that? Because she was, I could see it, like, with that, you know, going, you know, through passing my own, like, people passing my own life. And I couldn't even imagine my kids, right, sitting, I'm sure, like you were saying, she's sitting there and gets in that state where she's just, like, just staring off. Like, you can tell she's sta- sad or whatever, but then she must be so strong because then she to say that she must recognize that comes out of it and then gets shit done and then is like happy and energetic again so i think that's that's a solid ass point to make because right now when you think about it like you said so, so many people are literally just falling apart from stuff that mm-hmm. it seems like in that moment for them it's just the worst but it, it's hard to like take yourself out of that moment if you don't, if you aren't aware of it, like, and then you just get stuck there and then it's just that like almost self pity ride, right. Where you're just like, like me, 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 poor me. And it's not to say like it happens, like I get it, but that mental, like working on that, that's, what's going to get you out of that. That's the important part. Like, that's what we're trying to say. (laughs) It's not that like, Hey, you can, you can be there. I think we've all gotten to that point before in our lives. Like, Oh, me, me, me. Why is this? Why is this happening? But then like, you got to at one point hit that switch. If you don't want to feel that way and be like, look, like, all right, this is, this is, this is the way it can be. And this is the way it can be. Which one do I want? And go from there. Yeah. It's the way I look at it too. It's, it's like, uh, the, the brain and the mental state is like anything that where you want to grow in a sense of, uh, like, like, all right, if you're in the gym, right, and you, you like, yo, I want to squat 315, and you're at 135, you're going to get to 315 by increasing that weight eventually, right? Adding stress and then adapting and becoming the person that can squat the 315. It's the same concept of the mind of when we go through strife, like, especially in childhood, if we, go, if we keep letting kids go through zero, and then peel them up every time they show any type of ADHD or any type of just, I don't want to pay attention to the shit you're telling me, teacher. Very common in kids. No, we don't want to sit in fucking classrooms. Everyone acts like that's what we're here to do. When a kid acts up a little bit, he has ADHD. You know what? I'm not going to go there. But if we 
run from these things instead of trying to get stronger through them it's just not i don't think it's great like you'll never get to that 315 you'll never land that trick if you if you can't get past the upsetting part of not landing your first ollie you're never going to skate in your life. If you can't get past your first rejection in a, in a breakup, you're never going to go date again. Like, think, what are you going to, how are you going to live if you can't get past these moments? And then you can't even know how strong you are to maybe be someone who loses uh-huh. two kids and keeps it pumping. Yeah. You don't know because you're so, because we get so scared of what? Uncertainty and the mm-hmm. possibilities of what could happen. Death is it. If you have, you're like, you're a, uh, your balancing sheet kind of, I can't think of the right terminology, but if you have like your deciding factor, like for me, like I wake up, I, I don't have a text message. There's no one that mom, brother, mm-hmm. anyone at the meeting house is dead. We're cool. You know, just lost the uncle, but I, you know, I know we're all going to go. I do this a lot. Yeah. Think about it, meditate on it. So like when I lose someone, it's more, mm, okay, because I get it, but we got to build that strength up because, you know, it's just, it sucks too. Every time you like, you go through strife and it's it's that it doesn't have to be that 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 horror that it is for a lot of people you can you know you can get stronger at that and then be the the like the light for someone else that's going through it like that was always my pops like when people died like he managed he he set the funerals up he did all the paperwork all the shit he was the strong and then he handled it the way he handled it by himself you know it's the same concept like but even further, to be able to handling right there in front of everyone is not in such a way, you know, being the light for everyone. And then they can see a possibility to be different as well, you know, and take mm-hmm. things in, mm-hmm. a, in a different light. You know what I'm saying? That's, I, I think it's so crazy to me. Like, you brought, first off, you brought the ADHD thing. I remember my mom, she told me like when I was younger, they tried to get me with that all the time. My mom was like, hell no. She's like, He's a kid. Let him be Every a kid. kid. I don't, I'm not giving him this shit. He's a kid. <laughs> He's going to go be a kid. And she would get so mad at so the I'm, teachers because the teacher would be so like, just, oh, he's a, yeah, they'd be like, oh, he's a class clown, this and that. And, and then they, my mom would ask, how does he do on his test? 100%. Yeah, motherfucker, I'm listening. It's not that I'm not listening. They'd still try to talk shit. And it's like, nah, dude, I'm that. listening. I just am bored. <laughs> I'm just bored. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm just bored. It's not me. You, yeah. said, Debbie, you 25-year-old teacher yeah you get out of my suck face. at life <laughs> <laughs> i'm more entertained by a piece oh, of yeah, wood with that, four wheels dude, that was it, it. Go away. like literally i would just and that's i don't know i've heard like i've heard this before i think maybe i was listening to, like mind pump or something but they had somebody on and they were talking about how like when you're a kid like the class clowns are usually like they usually are actually like deep smarter than most people think and like that's just like the funny part is like i was the kid getting suspended for just like saying a dick joke or like writing a dick on the whiteboard some crazy just stupid thing but i was also the one like acing all my tests which is just like cracks me up and the whole time i'm just thinking like all right do this do this all right skate i'll just sit there skateboarding 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 but another thing i want to ask you was how did how did you get to that point of being able to deal with death like that because that's something uh I'm asking you pretty much from a personal standpoint because, oh man, when my when my grandpa passed, like I, I went off the deep end. Like I've said it before on the podcast, like that was yeah. one of the hardest times in my life personally. Like looking back on it too, like been through a lot since then and before that. Like that moment itself, just like the significance of like watching it happen and then like after effect, like 
instantly broke a mirror in, a, in, in the hospital. And then from there, just kept going and spiraling for like at least six months. And now I think about death. And like at times, like I, <clears throat> I know it's going to happen, but I'll sit there and like, it'll hit me. Like, I'll be like, damn, my grandma's going to die, bro. And I'll get like teary eyed. I got teary eyed when I knew my fucking, uh, my dog buddy, my, the dog that passed away we had to put down recently. I was like, damn, he's going to die one day. I started getting all teary eyed. I was like, damn, how do you, how do you, mm-hmm. how do you be more comfortable with that feeling? I guess. Cause it's not like running. It's like, you can't, you can't get away from it, obviously. But how are, how did you get to a point of being comfortable? Cause that's something I want to be able to do for my family. Cause Jojo's very like a very very like strong emotion person and like somebody passes like she's the she's she's crying like regardless like it's gonna be a thing um unless there's somebody like there and I know like I've always been that person but it's more been like a fake there because I've been also holding back like my feelings of like oh oh my god like the world's gonna end um how did you get there man I'm interested well when my uncle died was definitely the, the spilling point for me. Like, but my f- the first uncle, my mom's younger, younger brother, because he was like a, he was okay, like a yeah. best friend style. Like I never looked up to like I looked up to my pops to be mm. to get shit done and yeah. be fucking nuts if I had to. Like that's what mm. I would do. Like that's what I look up to him for, and to raise a family type shit. But then my uncle was that cool. He was everything to me. Like he was suave. He got with the girl. He was. He had it. He had the mustard. Like he had flavor. He had the style. He was. And and my whole life growing up, like I was like seven. He let me be Batman. He was Robin, and he was like seventeen. You know what I mean? Like it was just that Mm -hmm. relationship because he was my mom's younger brother. And when he died at a left field, and I was already dabbling with doing drugs and shit with pills. Mm -hmm. I was always doing drugs, but I mean addiction of pills, and that was it. It was just. down it and it was and that was right after i got kicked out of the marines so like being kicked out of the marines sucked but I, at least i had my uncle there and i was like oh bet now i'm chilling with him again like this is cool i still had that in the back of my head but then once he went it was like a cascade of shit so then i went through the, all the drug addiction the jail the bubble bull so him that like th- that catalyst what happened with him set me up to be where i'm at now because i had to make a choice it was like are you either gonna keep you're gonna either die in jail and then what your parents your everyone else for what? Or are you going to be who you who you have an idea you could possibly be in this life? Some, some shit I always felt within me, you know? And then you make the move. But then to do that, like, I now go to religious scriptures and I read things like that. I listen to Ram Dass every single day because this Western world will keep you petrified of death. That's all we want to do is make sure we're never going to die. That's why we keep trying to go to space. Fuck Earth. Let's just go to space. Do all, you know. A hurricane can wipe you out, a tornado, all this. So, like, we're, we're tricking ourselves. We're being superficial, thinking we're never going to die. Well, it's undefeated, son. Like, everyone's going. So now what I do is I will go into meditation and think about people dying and put myself there. I'll go through the emotions. I'll start crying. I'll do the whole spiel. Because the way I'm, like, people, oh, why would you want to live that? Like, because guess what happens when you come out and they're not dead? It feels great. But it strengthens you up. It's like, it's going to happen. It's going to, it's regardless, it's going to happen. Meditate on the shit. Understand the shit. So when it does happen. Yeah, you're good. Yo, can you hear me? You're good, shit, bro. I just, like, went set. What happened? Yeah, so when it yeah. does happen, can you hear me? Uh, I can't hear myself. But when it does happen, it, uh, you're kind of more ready for it. You know what I mean? Like, it's not as... It's not as such a surprise. Your, your system is not as shocked yeah. because yeah. you're training for it. You know what I mean? Like, 
that's that's what all the meditations, all the you know, all these people talk about, especially the Stoic philosophy, is preparing for yeah. it because it's it's always going to happen. Like that's the number one thing is it's always going to happen. This death stuff, but and this Western culture, we just went so into yeah. our ego because that's all that dies too is ego. That's it. Even when someone that you love dies, it's only your ego that's missing them. Otherwise, we're always together, always within each other. But it's our ego that capsulates and has us as different figures walking through Earth. So if you lose someone you love, they're still there. But our physical yeah. manifestation that we can't see anymore, we can't talk to, our senses, we can't smell them, we can't mm -hmm. see them, we can't feel them, mm -hmm. we can't touch them, is upset and depressed. And we need to hold on because our ego is everything. So the more we even shed that and have those different ideas and thoughts, we can navigate through the world a lot more without taking everything personal. Like... My uncle passing away isn't just hitting me. Now, again, imagine how my grandmother, and if I see my grandmother taking it that way, how could I be a little, yeah. how could I take it in such a, oh, 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 but that's me. I came through a different oh, of style of life also. Some people are just very mm -hmm. into emotions well, I think just and stuff. Preparing just the way, like, it. the thing I deal with is anger. Yeah, because, like, yeah. the way I would deal with it, like, I would just get angry. Now it's much mm -hmm. more of a, of a loose thing. So that's how you do it, like, the un my uncle, my first, the first time when my uncle passed away back in the day, that was yep. the hit. That put me mm -hmm. into a downward spiral. You got to make a choice, make a change. And then after that, it's yeah. literally preparing for it. Like I prepare for death every day by meditating and going to Ram Das and going to the Bhagavad Gita and going to scriptures because I have a question. I'm preparing for death. Like it's going to happen. And I'd like to go do some gangster shit after this life, not just become another human. That has All right, I have a question on that then. Yeah. Do you do that like when you meditate on a daily basis? Do you do it for yourself and then everyone on the ride, like wide reach that like connects to your life? Or do you just do it so like what do you mean? when you're talking, I was thinking of something right and like this is like when uh when my great grandma passed, right? I knew that was coming. Like we knew she she lived in assisted living, she was just a badass her whole life, like didn't want to come home. She was like, No. No, no, I'm not coming home. Like, I'm not going to live with you. You're my daughter, like to my grandma or whatever. And uh, then one day, she's 103, and she just calls my grandma. I was like, I need to come home. And that was just like, all right, she knows. Mm -hmm. So, and we've all been preparing for it because she had mm -hmm. cancer multiple different times, beat that shit like a beast. Um, but we, we knew, we knew it was coming. Like, you could tell, like, she was finally like, kind of, she was slowing down quite, quite fast. And uh, preparing for that. It messed the only reason, like, why I got super emotional after was like the way it happened was uh, my mom had called me and then she was like, Hey, Nana said she needs to talk to you. And it was like 10 o'clock at night and I was sleeping because I was in the military. Jojo was pregnant with Arlo, our first kid. And uh, I talked to her and I was prepared for this moment and I just got on there. She couldn't really say anything. And I was just like, No, no, everything's gonna be okay. I'm going to take care of my family. I'm going to, everybody's going to be okay. You're like, it's time for you to rest. Like, cause she was always taking care of everybody. I mean, she was just, she came from that era of just like, just taking everything on. And then literally got a call at five in the morning when I woke up, she's gone. And I was like, damn, it hit me. But I was able to like go about my day. Like I cried through or whatever, but I was good. My homie, Henry, my like brother, like Henry, you know, at the beginning of last year, it's just boom. And I never thought, never once have thought about my homies dying. None. Just, I just never, just never, not now, just didn't cross my mind. So that hit me. And dude, I was, I mean, you know this, I was dealing with 
the repercussions of that shit till recently. Like my whole drinking damn near every single night and all that stuff. Like I was in, I was just in the spiral of things. Like I was, yeah, getting shit done, but internally on the back end, like I was, I was all jacked up for a long time. Um, so I'm asking, like, do you do that on that, on that side of things? Like, do you go, Hey, I'm going to die someday. Like this is, this is the life and I need to live it. And then do you branch that out to like your homies, uh, you know, people that are special, like obviously mom, dad, like all that stuff. Or is it just like the immediate people close to you? Yes. You mean like, do I meditate on everyone dying? No, it's um, literally mm-hmm. just like my mom, my dad, my brother. Because if I can go through that, no offense. If I got a phone call, you died. Well, feel terrible. Yeah. I come over there and do what yeah, I could. Yeah, no, I even try I to be there the for kids and there. stuff. But yes, yeah. next to my mom, you know what I mean? So that's that in that sense. So it's to me, it's like, and not just that, but the more... I kind of do that by learning okay. scriptures from mystical, I don't even like to call it religious, but mystical ways because it gives you other ideas of what mm-hmm. all this is, these dimensions, the world. Like if we only look at Bitcoin business, uh, fitness, and, and, and we're living in this world realm only where everything can be taken from you. You're living from the material world where everything can be taken because it doesn't really exist. Everything we actually need is right here. The rest we just built. We have air to breathe. We have the water to drink. We have plenty of food. We even have shelter. The rest we're just pridefully competing against each other to create the next big thing, whatever it is, you know? So it's like the more I take in these religious scriptures or whatever you want to call them, I'm just getting different ideas that, like, I don't even – it's it's getting closer or – uh, whatever it is, but it's like an understanding that like this isn't this is just a game. This is a dream of it. This is part of it. Hmm. There's consciousness to everything. This is a waking consciousness. You have consciousness when you sleep. You have the middle consciousness in between both states. You have the consciousness of everything. You know, drugs can alter your consciousness. There's other ways other than this that we're always in. You know, and um, and it just eases you up to that. Like, cause everything's cause even like I think about when you say homies, I don't see everyone every day, honestly. So it's like if someone goes, even with my uncle. I didn't see him every day. I saw him a week before he passed, which was great. It was us saying goodbye to each other, but that's even less of a way to to feel. Mm-hmm. I see my parents every weekend. So to lose them or my brother, that I don't know what would happen, but I thought about that the other day. If I lost my brother, it'd be like, I don't know. Cause it's like, you, you know, even when you do all this you preparation really stuff, it's uh, like, there's, yeah, there's like this story by um one of these monks or whatever that like he lost a son. And he tells everyone about the illusion and everything like that. And he's crying and everything. And one of his followers is like, how could you cry when you know it's an illusion? And he said, it's the greatest of illusions to lose a kid. Wow. Like we, it's the understanding that mm-hmm. it's still all part of the game. Mm-mm. Doesn't mean it's fucking easy. Like it doesn't mean you just sit yeah. there and go, oh, I lost a kid. Like it doesn't, it's, it's still going to hurt. Like, but that's the point. At least we can understand like, hey, it's an illusion in the sense you don't get so encapsulated in it and then just live in that trauma of me because that's what it comes look what happened to me 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 me. you know and these scriptures and shit just give you a different Mm -hmm. idea than everything you grew Mm -hmm. up around at least for me so that's the way i kind of do it that i prepare for everything because what else that's the way i look at like if you always are just so focused hyper focused on Mm -hmm. said topic in this material world Things can be taken real quick, and then that's usually when we have those regretful things. I wish I'd focus more on this or this, but 
You know, we're all trying to do something in life. That's why I just try to balance it out. Like put a little more godly scriptures, thoughts, and ideas like that. Even if it's only 10 minutes of meditation in the morning, 15 minutes, just to block out Mm -hmm. every other thing that's going to happen. Get with God a little bit. Because that's, to me, I'm like fortifying my shit. I'm looking for the God within. The God guru self is all the same. You put that, that peace within. The world's always going to be chaotic. Chaotic is everywhere. But you're trying to create the... um, uh, the peace like within that. the chaos like everything has yeah, that yin like yang that. fixture to it you know positive and negative charge so you stay that, would your that middle would your tip kind of like on. with all of that then be like because obviously like we're not pushing religion like he's not saying god in that sense like it's more so like you said that inner peace would you say because i i like how you brought up you know the fit like the fitness industry people like us who are just trying to learn and be the best coaches we can be each and every single day uh, or, you know, skateboarders. That's all they think about. Skateboarding, 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 skateboarding. That's all they do. That's all they do. All they do. do you think it's a, a wise tip to be very conscious about the time you are taking away from that and spending it to find that inner peace, whatever it may be for said self? Like, it's very important. Like, would you say? It's yeah, like, I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. T- to me personally, and I'm not telling everyone how to live, really. That's it's what I'm just suggestions. But honestly, it's the, it's the most... Because guess what's definitely going to happen to everyone? Our ego, mm-hmm. at least. And then our physical body is going to die. If you identify solely with that. If I identify as Lou, the kid who loved, lives in Upper East Side Manhattan in a fucking posh-looking apartment and sit, you know, and then guess what happens when I have to go back to work or I leave this apartment? I'm going to... Fr- oh, 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 you know? Or if you identify That's, with the skater, yep, if you I'm get injured again, you're there. freaking the fuck out. Yeah. You identify with any of these things so wholeheartedly, you lose it. So it's like, yes, I think the best way to do it is go back to this, form that piece so when shit happens, you're mm-hmm. ready for it, really. Like, you know what I mean? And the way I look at it too, you're dancing. Like, hey, I'm over here powerlifting today. And now yeah. I'm over here dancing literally and then i'm over here meditating i'm over here reading some books and i'm over here watching the sopranos i'm over here fucking like i'm over here doing drugs like you know what i mean you're just doing it all have fun don't be the person like when you are the person doing <laughs> yeah. drugs you're the drug yeah. addict you're not having fun anymore when you're the person who's fucking you're the sex addict you're actively you know when you're fixated on sense gratification on always needing some objects mm-hmm. to, to fill our needs objects get taken you know what i mean so the best way, if you're going to meditate, you're going to journal, You just read some scriptures. Instead of sitting down and watching Netflix all day, go learn. Mm-hmm. Like, there's some gangster stories in that bitch. If you like learning about, like, uh, what's the new thing? Tinder, Tinder swindling. Tricking all these bitches. The, I'm sorry. Yeah, this this guy. Yeah, like, if you're really that interested, son, there's oh the most gangster God. fucking stories in the Bhagavad Gita. I mean, it's a fucking, a god is talking to a prince about going to war against his own family. The prince is like, oh, I'm over here. What do you want me to do? And that's within a whole story called the Mahabharata. Then you got Genesis. Then you got, like, this, the, the Tao Te Ching. Like, there's so many gangster, the whole story about Buddha. There's so many gangster stories about this shit that people don't give a fuck about because we care I love that you like money dive into different realms of it too it. like you're not hyper focused on like one specific thing because that's what we were talking about earlier with these motherfuckers pushing religion <laughs> cap that under that lowercase oh. r religion that's that that's that why? like why why are you yeah. so adamant about me being religious because that's not the word of god the word of god is embodying it it's not telling everyone else what to do and then taking their fazuls and living in a fucking mansion 
That's Rice's gemstone shit. That is pimping God. We don't play that. That's coming on my fucking podcast yep. and trying to we promote it. Nope. We don't. We don't pimp yeah. God. You want to go? It's everywhere, baby. That's facts, though. Yeah, yeah, dude. That's that's why I like, and because they all really say the same shit. It's just our human mind that's, that is also yeah. perceiving things. That's something we can't forget. Yes. Religions were created by the human mind. You know, God was in I, this thing, and we had to figure it out. Because we didn't have the distractions we have now. So what we had were people mm-hmm. sitting down and figuring this out. You know, cave. if you look at cave drawings and all these mystical mm-hmm. um, depictions, way back before we kind of even had language, it shows the same symbolism yeah. of many religions. So we always had these wild mm-hmm. ideas. It was just religion explaining it. Now we have technology and money, our new religions, so we don't go here. What we do is give me medication, give me a distraction to get away from this, and let me just keep producing for our culture. Huh. It's the world we live in now. And that's why I go where I go, because if we're so focused on that... I love, I I love where that went. Cause that's a, oh. I think that's, that's a very solid conversation that is not... I don't hear it heard, or I don't hear it enough. So I, I'm, yeah. Yeah, what was you trying to that, push things? It, well, and the whole like multiple sp- like perspectives or having your own perspective on it. And I think that comes from, like you said, like looking into multiple different ways of how humans have thought and how others have processed things. Because then you get a, you actually get a chance to then like be like, okay, how could I use this in my own life or whatever the case may be? And if you're still here listening, you're a ride or die. Because that was a that was some heavy conversation to start with, dude. That was low-key heavy. <laughs> but that's what I love, man. That's my so if you're style here, right there. Jive, you the you're stick around. Now, we know like, it. Yeah. So we love you. Nah, for real though, because that was that was some heavy stuff. And like I said, I think it share this with somebody if if you're if you're still here listening and uh, create a conversation around it because I think it it is very important to talk about it more because I think a lot of people would be a little more comfortable with things if we did. You know, that's just my my opinion. Why yeah, not? It's, Why it not doesn't have to be this table, like, taboo you know I mean? thing. I think that's like, like you want to talk about it and people are like, whoa, whoa. Because it was so, I think that's because it was so forced for so long huh. in such a negative connotation, especially look at the dominating religion, excuse me, at least in the Western culture is very like, um, yeah, yeah. smite yeah. me, oh, smiter. You know, that's not what God is. God isn't like, you better, you better obey me. Otherwise it doesn't work that way. And if you pump, if you're telling people that's how God is, you're only perceiving it through your human rational thinking mind that has judgments and does, and has conditional love. That's not God. You st- like that's not what it is. Yeah. I think this is also lose opinion. So like he he <laughs> thing it. Yeah, but if you're telling people like if you don't believe in my yo like oh Steve Rutherford oh yo you talk bad about my God and you yeah. pass out on stage ha ha like it might be yeah, might be might godly. be lose opinion yeah might yeah, be lose opinion, but bro. I like that opinion much Please. more. Than- go, go hang across from <laughs> your friggin' from your uh, your ear again. Bro, tell everyone how religious you oh are. Oh my please. goodness. Uh, that was some good stuff. Um, oh, I know what I wanted to ask you. That's right. Favorite skate trick, Lou. What are your favorite skate trips? Skate tricks. Give me three. Give me three. Yeah. It could be anything, too. It could be, three? It could be right. um, bowl, vert, street, any, any, anything. Oh, across the board. Yeah. We got to lighten the. We got to lighten these the. These just because what I remember growing up that I. No, 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 no. no, no. Like That's one, fuck that. I just <laughs> favorite <laughs> trick, bro. Favorite but, trick. Yeah. Oh, so sick. like on a airwalk, like a like on a uh, like on a. Do you remember the airwalk? Like on a vert, like a like where you come up to one or okay on a mega. 
you could be on a variety if you're good enough it could be off a quick like you just I've go done those on like walk I've done those at the state the fair back here in Minnesota like with the third layer team off like the little mini lawn tramps we've done those before <laughs> those are fun yeah yeah um oh dude dark side I've gotten fucking worked trying those before there's one day i forgot where were we i think we we're at some oh we're at mendota skate park actually over here and they have this one little <clears throat> flat bar on the ground so funny because like all the homies were like let's try to dark slide because it was like when skate came out you know you could like press the button you catch it perfectly upside down you fucking slide and just do a perfect one mm-hmm. it doesn't work that way bro it does not work that way <laughs> Especially doesn't work like it's very easy. Yeah, to yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The little, 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 little text. Yeah, it's, <laughs> Not it's easy on those. <laughs> okay, okay. Third one. Yeah. And then um, gee, I don't know. Cause so it's like definitely missing a ton. But yeah, it's like a, a three sixty flip. flip. Yeah, like a three sixty flip. Yeah, we'll go. I just landed a pretty flip. nice one yesterday. Or, but you know what? Yeah. yeah, 360 flip. We'll go with 360 flip. Because I like this. Uh, there's so many great. Like, that's still about right? skateboarding. So, do whatever you want. It's so amazing. It. You know what I mean? You do. You flip the fucking thing. You take it out. You throw it around your so body. Like, you do so much gangster shit with it. But yeah. Just I just, yeah, I just, I just got a couple of those yesterday. I was actually. What about you? When I was skating yesterday. Because, like, we have that. The contest coming up in April. Right? And it's like. I've been practicing, like, putting runs together and shit. And I got, I got some spicy shit coming together, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, dude, it's, and it's, I just, I don't know. I think it's just fun to skate that way. I'll I'll list my three tricks, but I think like if you've never done it and you like skating a park, I think you should try to link as many tricks together as you can and like make that a day. It doesn't have to be like your hardest tricks, right? Like consistency is like a huge thing for me. So like being able to just like link a bunch of tricks together on different obstacles, like doing a trick, you know, you can do, but on multiple different things around a park and linking that together, flowing it. That has been probably one of the most beneficial things I think I have done for my skating. Cause it's like when I sit there and think about it and like the days I remember being younger and like, you just have like a week where it was just like, Hey man, what are we skating? Flat bar sesh. Hey man, what are we skating? Flat bar sesh. Hey man, what are we skating? Flat bar sesh. Right. Cause you're, you're trying to learn, you're trying to learn, you're trying to learn, you're trying to learn all these new tricks, right? You just want to keep learning. But then all of a sudden next week, it's like, hey, let's skate the uh, let's skate the down rail, man. All right, cool. Then you go to do like your board slide. You get it, but then you go to like dive into like these other tricks that you just learned on the flat bar, and you have no clue how to transfer them over to this down rail because you just haven't taken the time to like skate that down rail in that sense. So, being able to skate around the park, link this stuff together, it's really brought my skateboarding, I think, to a different level because it's then the days I do just zone in on one trick. Like I just did a post on it. When I learn a trick, I don't just I don't just land a trick once unless like it's a banger trick, like you're out there grinding to get like a, a, a clip and it's like, all right, you did this, you're in the streets, you don't you don't gotta do it again unless you landed it fucked up and you really want to do it again. But like most of the time, like sometimes it happens where you learn a trick in the streets just because it works on a spot, but you get worked and worked and work, you're not just gonna keep back and going to do it. When I'm in a park and I learn something, I make myself do it no less than three times. Now, my reasoning behind this is every time I haven't, I go back to do the trick and it takes me forever to land it. Every time I have done this, I'm able to go back and do the trick pretty, within three tries, like pretty damn quick. And then all of a sudden it's just faster and faster. Now it just happens every try. 
unless some just like stupid shit happens with skateboarding and I can fall on a fucking board slide and ollie sometimes, you know, <laughs> it's skateboarding shit happens. Um, but I think that's like a huge tip for me when it comes to that is like with trick learning and stuff is make yourself do it and then start to link that mm-hmm. trick into, like I was saying, the shit that you're just skating around doing. But on that note, my favorite three tricks would have to be just like a fat, just like a fat kickflip, bro. Like Jake Hayes, remember when I had him on and stuff? Like he has the most amazing looking kick. Like when you just can kick a kickflip and it comes way the hell up and your legs are like, wow, and you catch it like on anything, flat ground, over something, off something. Yeah. I just think it looks so sick. I think that's just, and two, I swear I get worked on kickflips more than I do on tray flips. So I have mad respect for people who have like a really consistent, really good kickflip. Because I think it's like one of the tricks you learn first is a flip trick besides like a pop shove it. But it's also like one of the ones that just can be so inconsistent if you don't practice it enough. So I have mad respect and I just like the look of it. Um, yeah, dude, I'm, the, the there's, you can't go you. wrong. Or I can mix that up with like just a heel a sh- flip too. Because you, you got a gangster you know, heel flip like Neen Williams or something. Like, poof, yeah. you're nasty. Like that's... <laughs> But you know, like the number one move that's always requested by people that don't skate that when they see someone on mm-hmm. a skateboard do a kickflip. You know what I mean? <laughs> if people that don't skate, that's why they, they had that thing on, on like the barracks where like pro skaters are driving around, they're like, do a kickflip, like out the window and stuff. And then they give kids boards and all that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, like, yeah, just jump. jump. <laughs> do an airwalk. <laughs> just jump. Just how about you walk without the assistance <laughs> of your vehicle? <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> Go for a jog. Jog. Tell me, what am I, a show Should pony? Should we start our own like, thing on XSF, just here? like driving Screaming around? Just driving around the, the city, just yelling at people out the window. Hey, while we're just being narcissists in our car, driving around. Hey, basically. Do this. Oh my God. Uh, so kickflip, kick uh, next one would have to be a front crook. Front crook. And like, Jamie Foy... <sighs> Hands down. He's the homie, too. Like, Jamie Foy is a really good dude. Like, if you don't follow Jamie Foy, go mm-hmm. follow this guy. Because he's 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 so nice. Like, he's just genuinely, like, one of those pros you meet. And you're like, he's the, he's just cool. And then, like, obviously, like, having homies who are homies with him. Like, he's actually, like, just the homie, too, like that. And his front crook is mean, bro. Like, I've seen front crooks, like, a lot of good front crooks. But his got me juiced on him. And I just started doing it more and more and more again. And, like, just the pinch, like, just the look of, like, just pinching and just, like, tweaking it to the side. And you're just on long rails on a box. Like, that and, like, also taking that to fakie, I think, is, like, super sick. That's, like, my second favorite trick. Third and final favorite trick. What would be? You know what? Give me just a long, a long, crazy back 50 on, like, a rail. Like, that. That is insane. Remember when we watched Kyle Walker's part and he that his last trick, that back fifty he did on yeah. that just crazy long rail. That just one, I'd love to do it and it looks fun. And two, it's like I know how hard it is to hold that. Like so, I'm just like yeah, because like I love watching the technical skating. Don't get me wrong. Like you could do a tray flip back crook. I'm like damn, that was sick as hell. Like that's dope. Like but if I'm gonna if I'm gonna pick something from a video that stood out to me, it's those things. It's definitely those things for sure. Cause like you could, like, I don't know. There's so, there's, like you're saying, it's so different. Cause for me, I think it goes to like the style of the skater too, right? Cause like that's stuff that I would more likely do or I would do. That's stuff that I do do, right? Like that's the stuff I would or do do. 
then I look at like somebody who like my homie Jasper from third, he's a very technical skater. Jonathan Reese, very technical skaters, right? They can flip in and flip out of tricks. Now I can flip in starting to flip out, but I just don't, it's not my cup of tea. I'd rather go fast, go big and just do fast and long tricks, right? Um, they're the opposite. And I'm sure if you ask them what their favorite tricks is or tricks are, the tricks is the tricks are, there would be, there would be definitely more technical tricks in there. Maybe, I mean, that's just my assumption, but I think it does come down to that. Cause it's like, I'm not going to go pick something like, yeah, it looks dope. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not saying those crazy technical tricks don't look crazy because they do. But for me, it just comes down to like more like, a, I would like to do that. And the other ones I'm like, nah, I'm not, I'm not trying to do that. <laughs> like, but yeah, those are those are my three. Those are my three favorite tricks. I'm gonna try to. Uh, I'm gonna try to. What did you say? You said airwalk. You said 360 flip, and you said dark slide. Damn it, that's like the dark only slide. one I might not be able to get. I was gonna say I want to try to like film them and just like have them playing in the background while the podcast is playing. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna try. It. Yeah, I can just put the they falls, bro. Yeah, that's what yeah, we'll yeah, do just... tomorrow. Let me let me let me put down a little note. That's there what we'll go. do. That's something we'll do. Hey, and if uh, if if you're still here rocking with us, listen to what our what our favorite tricks are and stuff. Uh, give us some insight into into some things that you know maybe we could we could do uh, with the podcast to up the production, bring you guys some more flavor. I mean, I if I have to say anything, I think me and Lou just we we do what we do and y'all love it. So thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Lou's like, no, nah, we're, we're doing what we do, bro. That's, that's all that matters. Oh, shoot. Oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> wait, wait. So it was, hold on. I'm going to try, I'm gonna try to do gonna this, like though, this week. We'll see, because I have so much more time to skate and stuff. I could I could try it. So we got we got Airwalk. I don't know where the hell I'm going to try that trick. Oh, lo- third layer. They have, like, damn, I'm going to like, ollie into it. That's going to be weird, bro. Dark slide, bro? <laughs> All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna definitely definitely bust it on that. Well, yeah, we'll see. You know what? It's it. been years. Now that I have a little bit more understanding of my board and stuff, we'll see what happens. And you said tray flip, but I'm pretty sure I literally already have videos of everything that I listed, dude. When? Oh yeah, because you can't really skate at all right now because of like, is it snowy there? No? Oh. So you can skate out? It's, it's weird as fuck. Yesterday was 50 degrees. Two days before. What, was really? like I guess that's a dude. That's low key how it was here, too. It was it like know what it 45. And then all of a sudden, it was like, nope, psych. Yeah. Going back down. Yeah. Dang. So. Then back 50. Well, do you skate then, like, to, like, around right now since it's not snowy? If it's not, like, fun. Sometimes, yeah. Like, uh, if a day off at the gym. I'll, I'll skate around Manhattan. I'll go to Penn and stuff. I mean, I'll go to um, Central Park and all that. Sometimes I'll skate to my client across That's Manhattan. Tight. I, w- <clears throat> I wish, I wish I was able to do that at take. least still. Like, cause it's like, I'm not taking my board out. <laughs> There's salt and snow everywhere and ice, and so it's like. Yeah, yeah no, no, exactly. But I just miss like waking up. Like that, that was like still. one of my. That's. Yeah, that's one of my go-to oh, things, dude. Is just yeah, like yeah, waking yeah. up and birds mean. chirping. I'm on my board cruising. Like that's like. Dude, when I was working and I was skating to work, I would show up sweating profusely. My day started and, and I'm, I'm ready just, for the day. But it was yep. the best way to start the day. Like, yeah, music going, just skating through Manhattan, just jiving. Everyone else was like, yep, yep, yep. Like, I'm going You're just hyped you know? on it. You're like, I get to and go skate. Like, it was Let's dope. Go. Yeah, it was dope. 
Yeah, exactly. That's what it was. Like, I have to go to work, yeah, but I'm skating yep. on the way, so I'm not even thinking about the work. And by the time I got there, my endorphins, I was so jacked up because, mm-hmm. like, I'm sprinting, basically. That, like, yeah, I was, I would literally, I would be profusely, like, when I tell you profusely sweating, yeah. my whole yep. shirt was drenched in sweat. Drenched by Especially the way you skate. Working, I mean, you just like, go hard. You're not just sitting there. Yeah. Is, yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying, dude. I based, and it would take me like 15 minutes to get through. Dude, I'm so hyper AZ. Like, we can actually fucking skate it. together and shit, dude. We didn't get to skate when you were here the last time, bro. We can go fucking cruise, G. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, busted man. ankle. Yeah. When you came I here, I, I was fresh out of ankle surgery that. and shit. Yeah. I was still on crutches. Yeah. Yeah, man. I was that's just looking back at that, dude. You know what's crazy? Look how far I've come. That was only not even. It's not even a year ago yet, G. It's not even a year ago. I had I had surgery last that's March second, bro. Wow. And just skating like they crazy. said I wasn't gonna be. You were on crutches. They said I yeah. They said I wasn't gonna to be able to be back taking impact for like eight months, and that would have been what March, April, yeah. May, June, July, August, September, October, November. Right. Not the case, baby. Not the case. Get out there and strength train. <laughs> that's crazy. They always say stuff like that. They always yep. seem to be wrong, huh? Yep, 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 yep. That's pretty interesting. Mind. But uh, I think uh, I think we'll leave it at that, Lou. You got anything you want to take people off with? Yeah. Hey. No. Not really. I mean. Yeah. If you want to. Go to God. If you want to <laughs> have more conversations <laughs> like this, I suggest you reach out to Lou. Because as you heard, I was also asking him for advice on these things. So he has. He has some insight. If you want to chat with me on some skating stuff, and if you want to skate, hit me up and always know that we Holla. are keeping skaters skating. Holla. Oh.